When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Product Coffee, a podcast where product management leaders share stories, advice, and thoughts on all things product over a cup of coffee. Grab a cup of joe and join us to level up your product career 30 minutes at a time. All right, so for today's topic, I figured, you know, how does product management like translate into your regular life? Recently for, for me, Leah and I bought this house that we're in the process of renovating. And it was pretty funny that I was sitting there and I was kind of having a conversation with her and I was like, okay, cool. So like, what's our MVP of the, you know, this, so we can get the house ready to rent because it's a, and it's an investment property. Like what's a proof of concept going to look like? Do we need to go ahead and drop 60, hundred thousand dollars into renovations? And it just kind of occurred to me that was not the first PM style reference I made in my life. <laughs> Even Does wedding she understand planning. like the acronyms and Oh like- no. I told her that like relationship like caring for our relationship was like managing tech debt the other day. Managing tech debt. You know, like you got to constantly put effort in. Otherwise, you know, otherwise it doesn't go great. So I'm kind of curious. I thought that would be a funny conversation for today. How has product management evolved itself into coming out of the office in your lives? I'm not sure if it's worse to frame your relationship as tech debt or like a strategic roadmap item. Like, I'm not sure. (laughs) Strategic roadmap. Yeah, I don't think it's something that you can reprioritize. So I don't know if it's well. That's that was kind of the point, right? If you let tech debt build up, right, then you're all of a sudden yeah. in a really shit spot, and you really have to like you know take a step back, right? But if you constantly think about it as you go along and think about how you, no, I see you, what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My relationship's a, a Q4 priority. I have some other. <laughs> exactly hopefully my wife doesn't hear this yeah yeah where are the kids at those are probably next year right (laughs) yeah exactly look i'm sorry but you've been deprioritized for today yeah (laughs) i don't have time for you today (laughs) that's funny we were were doing the same thing like as we were knocking down our checklist to sell our house of like um yeah what's the um, what's the minimum we'll need to do? And, you know, we have this long list. And I think one of those things that translates into my life is we always have long lists of things to do. It's feature lists of like, yeah, we need to do X, Y, Z before we go do X, you know, this. Um, and then um, my, my, you know, response is like, well, listen, we're not going to be able to do everything. So we got to prioritize. So let's write this down. Let's talk about, you know, what's the most important. And then, you know, realizing that it doesn't work that way at home. Um, As much as I want to that to happen as a PM, uh, it doesn't work that way because, you know, the, the answer is like, you know, it's typical CEO, chief product officer type arguments. Well, I want to do everything. 
well, we can't do everything. So <laughs> that's, that's exactly how, that's exactly how my fiance is. It's just like, yeah. we're, we're looking at this house and she was just like, Oh my God, well, I want to do this. And then you know how one project cascades into another, like oh, if yeah. we rip up the floors, then we might as well rip up the kitchen because well, we're going to need to put the kitchen on top of the floors. And then we might as well knock down this wall and go into the bedroom because why would we, if we're going to do that anyway, like as version 2.0, like <laughs> yeah i i try and avoid some of the terminology <laughs> like in my personal life but you know i i do feel like there are certain mental models that inevitably i find myself falling back on and so one of those is just like prioritization frameworks um the more the longer i've been in product the more it's um okay well what is the sequence we're going to do this in what's the what is the highest impact lowest risk like a lot of those basic things i do find myself doing um even about simple things like uh you know what are we going to do for dinner at this family family event well you know, is the what are the benefits of doing something more risky that's interesting versus, you know, who are the people we're serving? There, I think there are a lot of things like that I find myself doing, but um, I don't do anything crazy like using Jira in my personal life. But I, I've oh known, I've known, I've known PMs who like managed their their family chore lists with Jira, and I personally, I'm like, I <laughs> I need a little bit of separation. I. Uh, but that I, would be overkill for me, but I, I've experienced other people do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I got an interesting example that I just went through. So I recently moved from Denver to New York. And before I moved, I did a whole spreadsheet analysis, kind of a buy versus build versus outsource on how to move my stuff. <laughs> like, so I, I got a quote from a moving company. And I had all that based on what they would move. And then I, I looked at renting a U-Haul or, or a, uh, a panky truck and driving myself. I calculated like gas, uh, hotels I was staying. And then I looked at getting a van, like a minivan from like a Hertz or Enterprise. And of course, if I did that, I wouldn't be able to move every single thing I own. So I will have to sell some. So in the spreadsheet also had, okay, if I, if, if I use a minivan, this is what I will need to sell. How much can I sell it for? And how much would it cost to replace it <laughs> when I An get to my destination? There. That's, that's <laughs> oh, yeah. when you realize the cost of shipping that Ikea uh, thing across the country is less than selling it and buying a new one. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So eventually that's what I did. I got a van because uh, the moving company was going to charge like ridiculous, like uh, I think it's about two grand or just over two grand and it will not get there for three weeks. So I had to budget, okay, there are things I will need to buy. Like I'll probably need to buy a mattress or stuff to keep me going. And then the, uh, the U-Haul truck rentals were very expensive. Either the U-Haul or the, uh, the pods, they were over, over two grand as well. Then if I got it then, I could move like the most essential and the most expensive stuff. Then I did the whole spreadsheet on how much can I sell this for? How much would it cost to replace? That's what I did eventually. I got it then. It was cheaper than the moving company. Like if I was using the moving company, I added flights as well because then I would fly because I'm not driving. I added mm. that. But if I was driving the van, I added all the hotels and all the... uh 
the gas prices and all that. Yeah. So, so yeah, <laughs> when so I finished that, I was like, oh my God. This... <laughs> so there's kind of a question about this then. Because we know, or we know, other people who are not product managers do this. So this, does this either mean that other people and most, you know, people not in this space could either a be product managers or b is there something that we do in this process that is maybe a little bit more unique than what most people would normally think of? I think that's, that's a good a question. Really I think question. everyone can be a product manager. I think that's my my um, hope and dream for the world. But um, I think it's knowing the skills and how to execute on that, right? Because maybe you have these um, uh, um, good instincts, but you don't quite know how to codify it or leverage your your PM inner power. <laughs> maybe that's what we call right. it. But, yeah. Uh, is convincing stakeholders like convincing your spouse to actually do something? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Well, so no, we've I... been talking about like the majority of like big uh milestones like moving is mainly what we've been talking about like moving selling a house uh getting it ready or something is there anything else like around um like i wonder like budgeting or like um we're really good about keeping a budget spreadsheet and and organizing our finances um is there anything like that that you guys could talk about and how that translates to some pm foundations I'll go for it. No, I go for it, Zach. Uh, yeah, I was going to say with with budgeting, I, I don't know that I do anything particularly special there. Um, but I think the collaboration and kind of influence of other people is something I've noticed, um, which sounds pretentious or kind of kind of like a jerk to say that, I guess. But um, you know, I think thinking about how you influence people and what motivates people, what they care about and finding ways to appeal to things that, that matter to other people to help achieve like common and shared goals, which sounds, I don't know, shady when you put it that way. But I feel like that's something that is product managers. We, we do all the time. So it's like, well, what does engineering care about? Why do they care about that? How do we, you know, how do we align that with what we care about? Are we going in the same direction? We do that with all these different stakeholders. And I find myself doing that more and more in daily life where it's like, okay, you know, with my wife or with the kids, like, what do they care about right now? How do I, how do I best appeal to them? Um, we, you know, with my uh, brother or sister-in-law and we're trying to plan like a, you know, a family thing. Um, and I, I think some of that's a basic human thing, but as, as PMs, we do that so much. I find myself thinking a lot about, um, again, like, what do people care about? What is their perspective? And then how do we, like, how do we find some type of alignment and get somewhere that I'm interested in based on other people's perspectives? You know, it's funny you say that. I was, I was thinking about it. Time management is probably the big piece, like, during a week that I would say that I would make the product management like decision for like, I'm always kind of looking at it in terms of like, okay, well, if I spend, if I, if I'm working from this period of the time in the day to this period of time of day, I'm going to allow myself some buffer because I'll start earlier and a little late on some days. Then I need to, you know, then I want to spend an hour practicing piano. Then I want to spend, you know, then it takes me an hour and a half to two hours to cook dinner. Right. And then I want to spend some time with my fiance and I want to spend some time doing X, Y, or Z else, walking the dog. Right. And so what I've found is, you know, I need to often sit, take a step back and like ask myself, am I spending time on the right things this week? You know, am I spending time in areas where it matters? 
And sometimes, you know, it means like, hey, you know what, maybe even as much as I want to go to Taco Tuesday with, you know, with my friends, which uh, speaking of which, Taco Tuesday, we should do that next week. And, um, you know, but sometimes like you got to cut that out because maybe one week you're spending too much time with friends and you're not spending enough time doing other stuff. So I think that's where I see it the most in like my current life. Yeah. Uh, time management is a big one. I actually do the same thing. And related to that, um, I've gotten a lot more focused on using goals in my personal life. Like, I mean, I've always had a semblance of goals, but um, I I have a, a more formal process like every year now where it's like, these are goals I have for the year. Sometimes I'll even break it up by quarter. Um, and um, like, I, I look at what are all the objectives and goals I'm trying to achieve. And in the past, I used to want to do so many things. I mean, I still do, but as a PM, you quickly learn there's only so much you can really focus on. And if you try and do 10 things as a team, you're going to fail at all of them. And, you know, having learned a lot of lessons from that in product, like I'll look at the next year and be like, well, what, what is most important to me this year? And usually I have like a family related goal, um, you know, spend more time with the kids or, you know, uh, regularly do things one-on-one with each of my kids or, you know, have one great family vacation, things like that. Um, I usually have a career related goal. Like what, what's the big thing I want to achieve in my career this year? Do I, you know, I want to launch a major new product or, you know, I want to improve my, my management skills or whatever that might be. Um, and then I usually have one creative side project goal um, because, you know, I have a lot of hobbies, but I have to focus it. So it's like this year, you know, I'm, I'm going to focus I can't do music and writing and gardening and, you know, like all these different things. So what's the one I'm going to focus on this year? And that helps me um, make progress against things, but also not, you know, feel like the year goes by and I, I haven't really had much direction. And I actually kind of like that. It's, it's hard to focus in and like choose things, but, you know, having done product for a while, you start to realize the benefits of doing that. So that's helped me out a lot. I love that, that we, uh, that's actually something that was, uh, um, a coach, uh, leadership coach told me about very early on in my career around how to balance personal work and, um, family time. And, and it's kind of like this, this, uh, triangle that you're trying to keep all sides balanced at all times. And then usually if there's some friction or, or, um, in your life, you need to kind of recheck on these three, um, edges of the triangle and adjust. And, and so I love that framework of like, that's your pillars. That's what you focus on. And then how much you spend on each of those sections varies at at certain times. And I love having at least one goal in each. So that's a really great takeaway. It's funny, you know, the one thing that, you know, I think, it can be challenging too, is that we, I think are very clear at like, you know, I, I kind of have similar things. Like I've kind of got like a 10 year goal for myself, like where I want to be in 10 years. I've kind of got like, you know, I would say annual goals where I want to be career wise, like, you know, where we want to be in terms of, you know, different, you know, different financial and other goals. And then I kind of like realize sometimes it's what can be challenging is, um, you know, like Leah and I sometimes don't see eye to eye on probably everything in that list. And I might be, I, I think maybe it's the product manager in me that's like, oh, well, that's not a priority right now. So it gets deleted. 
<laughs> you know, that's hindering our focus, honey. Yeah. So, so let me ask you, some, Lou. Let me ask you something. Is is that something that you've developed yourself? The Which tenure part? vision. Yeah. So mm. here, here's my bit of advice that it's hard to do, but I recommend this. I think I brought this up on a previous episode, but coming up with your 10 year, actually coming up with like your 20 year vision together as a couple is really interesting. So aligning on some topics, like where are you guys going to live? How much money you're going to make? What are you going to do? Like, what are your kids going to do? If you have kids, you know, are you going to have kids? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And like each of you guys work in your silos on that and then come together and like have conversations around it and say like, um, Oh, you know, you said this place, I wanted to do something exotic too, but you know, we're kind of aligned. So let's agree on one. And you know, then you guys have this shared vision that you can kind of work towards. It's funny because I, I should have said it like that. Cause that's kind of how we did it as far as, especially part of the, like, you know, pre-marriage conversations and yeah, I mean, that's kind of been the thing is we kind of sat down and like, you know, that kind of led to, you know, how we bought it, you know, how we looked at the investment property, how we looked at, you know, mm-hmm. a few other things and, you know, the style that we want to do for that. And yeah, it's, it's been pretty cool, but it's also, like you said, it is, it is an area of like, I think, you know, the, uh, you know, sometimes where, where we differ is, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm a little bit more like, okay, cool. Well, it doesn't go to the goals. Like, you know, we're, we're deprioritizing that. And, you know, I definitely have a little harsher of a stance. <laughs> you're, you're very good at like focusing on the goals and, and zoning in and executing. Right. And, yeah. and maybe less so on the pivoting as new information comes up. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Probably that. Well, like, cause I mean, that's essentially what that is, right? Like she might have like, Oh, well, you know what? Like I saw this person is doing this and that actually is something that I really enjoy and want to, you know, invest in or something, but then it's not, yeah, your vision or something. So I wonder like, how often do you guys update that too? That would be interesting. I haven't, I mean, we just started that this year, so I don't know. I want to do it every year. Um, and I think just to reset would be fun. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, in the midst of, you know, like we said, house renovations and planning a wedding and everything else, man, it it definitely is putting that like short-term priorities track thinking like, yeah, pretty, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Like sometimes you Mm -hmm. have to, you have to focus on those things if those are the big milestones. And then sometimes the visions get um, lost, but they're still in the back of your head. It's so translatable to the product vision and roadmap and strategy. Yeah, see, it worked out for a great topic for today. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. So I, uh, have, have, have you guys ever, like, maybe you, you wanted to build something or maybe uh, maybe a home improvement project that you want to do yourself and you find yourself using product management, you know, skills, to plan the material, plan the time and to take maybe more project management, plan what has to happen before what, what's a block for this part and that. I, I, yeah, that's, that's happened. Uh, that happened to me once. I was doing a, like a kitchen remodel and this was, uh, this was actually a, uh, a few years ago. And yeah, I, I had to map everything out that I did all that even before I had the handyman. I was like, okay, we need new tiles. So the old tiles have to come out first, but because there's going to be some painting required, 
we need the tiles out and all the dust clear before we do the painting so that you know dust is not spraying everywhere and yeah it was a very it was a very interesting approach and i'm like wait a minute i'm using work skills here <laughs> and, and lou am i seeing this right in the chat that you have a scrum board in your house <laughs> <laughs> we you know so we saw we saw this uh sailing channel a while ago and and we're getting i was getting ready to build one up for the the new property and they were talking about all the boat projects they had to do and they would write stickies down and do you know the you know, to do in progress, done, whatever. And they were moving that along as a thing. And we were kind of like, yeah, we're going to do that too. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> we're going to, we still need to do some population on the new one. So. Yeah. Right, is there is, oh, go ahead, Zach. I was just going to say, I definitely find myself doing that to, to an extent. Um, I don't go as deep with some of the tools uh, usually because uh, I try to like avoid too much repetitiveness of like work <laughs> and personal life. That's more of a weird mental thing I have though. But I do find myself like creating spreadsheets a lot, especially with like when, so when my family moved from California to Denver, some of my extended family was moving back too. We like, it was kind of like a big group family move that we all did at once. Um, and so we, we kind of collaborated on like sharing some moving expenses and there was logistics. And I found like, I was like creating spreadsheets, sending them to everybody, assigning people tasks, um, essentially created like a backlog of things to do and, and a, a timeline of what we needed to do when. Um, and uh, it, it was really effective because we had to get all these things done and it kept people on task, you know? Um, and uh, I, I think there's, there's a lot of value in that for sure. So Trello is a good tool for that. Very easy to learn and easy for non-technical people to go in and see what's going on. So I've, I've used that a lot in my personal life. I wonder, uh, have you guys, I mean, we talked about a lot about injecting product process into our personal lives, but is there areas that you wing and, and not do some of the product process? Like maybe it's like more instinctual than it is project oriented. Like I, you were thinking, you, David, you were mentioning like this project of building something and, and mapping out all the things you need. Yeah. I've also, I've done that approach, but I've also taken the approach of just like, all right, I got some free time. All right. What do I need? And just run and like, get it all done and, and try to you know, the best I can to, to get the thing done. But yeah, I, I think it's dependent. For me, it's, it's been dependent on the size of the project. I, I, I know that I want to get this done. Like, while my kitchen is is uh, work in progress, I can't cook. I can't do anything. So, and I want that to be done as fast as possible. Uh, I also do not want the handyman just. Uh, I want the handyman to be clear on what they need to do and what days, because I've had situation in the past where the handyman will say, "Okay, I, I just let them run with whatever they need to do," and two weeks turns to two months just because we didn't plan everything uh what needs to go first before before what so i i, I think is is mostly when i need some parts of it done by someone else i think that's yeah, when i will absolutely okay. go go onto my spreadsheet and plan that i i agree with that what i have sometimes issues with is like over pre-planning right it would be like you coming up with exactly what your product should look like before you even get any information 
it's like going through the design rabbit hole and then having zero information and knowing you're going to have to pivot. So I think that's where like, I try to avoid that at all costs. And sometimes it's like, you know, Hey, you know, let's, uh, let's move into the place or let's go check out the place first and really understand from a user experience perspective, like what do we need to do to this place versus like, you know, I think it like the house example is great where we both like visited it once or twice. And we started coming up with this huge backlog of like, Oh my God, but we could do this and we could rip out this and we could like change this. Right. And so we're sitting here like, designing up everything. And then it kind of occurred to me for a second, like, and I was sitting here, uh, the plumbing was a thing that I was planning. This is on a well, the well only has a certain amount of water, you know, and from an engineering perspective, y'all will like this, right? It's one of those things where it's like the well pump can pump up to five gallons per minute, but the well might not have enough water. It only refills at a certain rate from the groundwater. You have a certain amount of storage tank in the house, a certain amount of hot water, like, you know, all those variables. So I was sitting here a spreadsheet, just like enjoying the hell out of this thinking, all right, I'm going to put a 200 gallon cistern in the basement tank and I'm going to move all this stuff down. Right. And then we went and stayed at the house the other weekend and I was like, I took like a 20 minute long shower with that little 30 gallon hot water tank and was like, you know, I think we're good. There's a, there's a good, product, good product lesson there about understanding what your users need before you, you build too yeah. complicated of a product. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I will. I, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, you know, I, I definitely think there are things where you, you want to step back and, and think, do I really need to be applying product thinking to this? I think the two areas for me um, is with, with my kids sometimes, um, or with like with your relationship, there's, it's good to have goals, but sometimes like with raising kids, I don't want them to feel like they're just a constant project. And sometimes life is about just them becoming the people they are. So I, I try not to like apply too much frameworks to like, to like them in that sense. Um, that's really complicated though. I don't know how raising kids is, is a whole thing. Um, the other area I think is just, you know, life sometimes is about enjoying the journey and not just looking at the goals and the destinations. And so if you get too hung up on that, and I say this cause I do this sometimes is, uh, it can, it can drain some of the enjoyment from your current life. So try to enjoy the, the journey and not just look at the destination and, uh, you'll have a better time along right. the way. That's a good wrap up here. Obsess over the process the journey and not the final product or where we're going towards. So I think that exactly right. Like, you know, you can apply these tools when needed um, to better enjoy life. But absolutely. anyway, looks like we finished up our coffee. So um, let's wrap it up with some homework suggestions and, and, and close this out. Um, Lou, what do you got for our listeners? I think, you know, I, I agree with what Zach said, right? If you got a new big project coming up, a house, a wedding, a move, uh, whatever else it is, apply your product management process to make your life easier because you will do your question of exactly as David said, MVPing, figuring out what works. You'll make sure your budgets are done well. Apply your process with that. With other things, you know, maybe take a step back. Yeah. And uh, for me, I'd say that. Uh, whatever processes uh, in in your life, uh, when you find out that I'm keeping too much in my mind, there's too much information, uh, it's a good idea. Just start writing things down. You don't have to go through the whole spreadsheet, or but just having a reference point where you can keep track of everything so you don't forget. I think that's probably a huge skill that 
goes without saying in product management. Yep, do Zach. Um, and I would say, you know, have a, have a vision for for your life in its various components, where you want to be in ten years, twenty years, like you said. Um, even write a little that out in a couple of paragraphs, um, so that you know where you're, you're going towards. But make sure not to forget to enjoy life along the way. So uh, enjoy the journey, not just the destination. I will double that. Obsess over the process, not just the product. And uh, I believe everyone has a product manager at heart and can all learn these things um, to be able to manage your life this way. Well, go like us, subscribe, comment, share. Tell us how this uh, uh, made a difference in your life. We want to hear about it. Um, And it looks like, again, we've finished up our coffee, so go level up. Go level up.